The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome, my brother, my brother, mean advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your babyest brother, Griffin Leibowitz. Boy, <laughs> Griffin, are you using your married name? I'm using my stage name, Griffin Leibowitz. Griffin, Griffin, the experience, Leibowitz. I like that. You know, guys, I'm getting pretty excited. It's back to school time. And how does that affect your day-to-day life, Justin? Well, finally, I can ship this kid off for eight hours a day and no. get a little time back to myself. <laughs> I don't see why you can't. Get a, get a leg yeah. up. Get an early start. Mm-hmm. It takes 10,000 hours to become a master of school. Start it now. Start it now. Hi, does your, uh, are your, is your entire school, are all the sharp edges foamed over? <laughs> Have you foamed over every sharp edge in your school? Listen, I'm going to- stairs that you have? What is that about? Like, stairs? I'm going to need a strict no bullying guarantee from you, because my baby can't stand- Can't- She's an amazing child. She cannot stand up to much physical bullying. She can't stand up very well. She can't stand up either. But uh, but if she starts getting bullied, she doesn't have the tools to protect herself. I noticed that uh, at 10 a.m. you have her scheduled for uh, pre-algebra. That's crazy because she'll be asleep. <laughs> where, is her, where is her nap zone? Um, is there a class I can enroll her in where she watches shapes and colors move on an iPad? Do you have any uh, parental incentives for good grades? Like some sort of Pizza Hut program for me? <laughs> Wait, that doesn't happen for like... Regular kids in school. Yeah, Justin. but I've never been a parent before, Travis. I don't know this stuff. Maybe that, that maybe parents have been getting pizza kickbacks the entire time. That's the only reason I can think of that parents care about grades. Maybe the whole reason parents have been so uptight about grades since time immemorial is that they've been getting pizza kickbacks. You're suggesting that when kids pull down a tight GPA, their parents right? reap the the. The, that sweet pie, that sweet pizza pie, as a reward. They get if the kids get a good GPA, the parents get a PWATF, which is a pizza with all the fixings. Okay, and some maybe some tokens if they do real good. <laughs> maybe a few tokens for, for the folks. Is there an adult equivalent to like back to school? For, is it first day on the job? Money. Is there- this is the that is the, Travis. You, you have highlighted one of the primary problems with adulthood is the lack of like sort of a. A cyclical period of renewal, you know right? that that's what adulthood is lacking. That's why adulthood is what it is bad because it <laughs> lacks. <laughs> hey, it lacks kids, a turn it off now. We're getting real. Nobody said like when you're a kid, it is the okay. 
being a kid is the time in your life where I think you least need someone to be like, just take a break, my man. Like <laughs> you, are, you are burning the months. candle at both ends, Devin. Yeah, just you, this is so what you work from seven to three. And then you have nothing to do at all. Like, you can literally have a time when you sit and say, I don't have anything to worry about right now. Like, I don't have anything I should be doing. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. That's insane. Do you know how crazy it is? There are humans walking across this earth who, like, can sit in a chair and not have something they should be doing at that exact instant. And then someone comes and says, Hey, you look tired. Take three months off. Oh, and by the way, in taking three months off, you are generating another thing for the adults that live with you to be worried about. Like you are creating more stress for them, but you seriously, you look beat. Take three months off. It's insane. Do you guys think that the three of us are slowly becoming this 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 um, this weekly podcast that we put out is slowly becoming some sort of digital embodiment of Andy Rooney? Like it's somehow you know that movie Transcendence where Johnny Depp uploads mm-hmm. himself into the Matrix or some shit. I didn't see it. I watched a little bit of it on a plane, muted. I listened to uh, Flophouse. They pretty much ran through it for me. Okay, um, I think that might be. I think Andy Rooney might be us in the podcast form. Maybe. But maybe it's, like, not that Andy Rooney, like, maybe we're not growing into, like, cantankerous old men like Andy Rooney. Maybe, like, the older I get, Andy Rooney just starts to make some sense, right? <laughs> like, what are all these different fruits the supermarket? V- right? Do you remember when yogurt used to just taste like yogurt? Remember um, it just tasted like tangy yogurt? I can't go with you guys on this one. I you like- will, Griffin. See no, three I like exotic fruits. Yeah. I like exotic yogurt flavors. Uh, let's- I had a I had a fun exotic fruit experience a couple weeks ago. I bought I was at the the Cha Cha Kroger again, the epicenter of all the best anecdotes, <laughs> and I found a fruit that I didn't recognize. It was really weird. It had like a spiny outside, and like it looked kind of good. Like I don't know, I'll try anything once. And I got to the cash register, and the, <laughs> the woman did it obviously. Be, like because who does she didn't know what it is what the fruit was called there was no sticker or anything on it so she asked me what it was so she could ring it up and i had no like i had no glare <laughs> so i'm in this situation where i'm looking like this woman's like so you're buying it yes you know what it is i do not no i don't <laughs> but justin to be fair I had at that Google. point she's the most in the wrong because she should be like the the experienced professional working there you're you're going on a new flavor experience she's the one who's supposed to be in the know she's paid to work there yeah but like i okay travis this poor woman works at kroger at like one o'clock in the afternoon like i don't expect her to be my exotic flavor sommelier but don't you feel like you you look cooler when she's like do you know what it's called and you're like nope but i'm gonna eat it no i look like an idiot you look like like an impulsive idiot yeah because you're also in that moment you're also admitting I don't know. I just saw it, and I thought, me and you, are, I, this is destiny. I could eat this. You're a weird fruit. Get in my face. Was it a durian? Maybe it was a du- No, it was like a, it was like, inside it was like a grape, but on the outside it had hard I spine. think you ate like some sort of alien seed that the government put there, and now you're going to have like superpowers. It's going to be like District 9. I would like to think that it's, that would have started. Uh, this culminated with me, <laughs> this culminated with me. Googling 
a loose description of the image of the fruit in the hopes that I could figure out what it was called. Spiny, on my phone. spiny fruit Justin wants to eat. Spiny fruit to eat for inside. Small spiny fruit. How to eat. Cash, cashier also doesn't know what is. Sold at Kroger. Kroger exotic spike fruit. Dear Jeeves, what is this fruit? <laughs> yes, my favorite search engine, Dear Jeeves. Justin, ask a question. <laughs> they were rambutans, by the way. Okay. Well, I've learned this since because they were delicious. Rambutans. And, there, and there's your weekly fruit recommendation. This has been Fruit Recos. Stay tuned next boy. week for strawberries. This has been Juicy Justin reminding you Rambutans. to get that seed <laughs> that you crave. Vitamin C, I mean. In a month, I'll be defending myself in court over a speeding ticket. Do the three of you have any experience with contesting a ticket? Any advice for a first-time defendant? Court hacks? Your pal and shaman. Shaman. Thanks. Drew Davenport. Your pal and Drew Davenport. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Justin, didn't you want... I feel like you once told me or read a thing that was like, pick a day when you know the cop's off duty, and then he won't show up, and like write down his badge number and... Was- yes, Travis, I have some hacks that I read on the internet 10 years ago that I've never tried that may or may not work. That's the first one, is figure out when the officer, the arresting officer will have the day off, because you're supposed to be able to face your- <laughs> Can I, How do you get fa- that? How do you face get your that? accuser in court? How do you what? get that information? You call him and say, hey, I'd like to give you a free vacation. You got any time off coming up? This is, uh, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vault Disney. This is Craig Disney. You got kids? <laughs> nope. Well, shit. It's good. What for are the names? Grown- it's good for grownups too. We just got a Margaritaville. Get down here. You got to get down here, right on the Mystic Mountain. Have the you other guys- one I've I've I heard is that if you go to the uh, like the courthouse and you file a discovery motion on your case, then you can find out when the last time the speed gun that they used to get you was uh, uh, updated or, like, checked for... And there's, like, a certain time period in which they're supposed to be checked. And it, if it hasn't been checked in, during that time period, then you can get it thrown out. I've heard that, too. Have you guys ever contested anything in court? Yes. I got a ticket for an expired inspection wiped a few times because that's how I would know when it was time to actually get my inspection. Oh, done. yeah, that's a McElroy special. I did that. It took yeah. me three years. They towed the car... And the dude towing the car, and I was like, I'll go get it right now. And he was like, it's been three years, man. I, I, I don't know what you want me to do. Um, and like, he yeah. apologized to me for towing my car. Griffin, what did you what did you contest in court? So there was, after Justin, you gave me the Oldsmobile. And thank yep. you. Thank, I don't thank you enough for that. Thank you. The Cutlass. Thank you that for that Supreme car. That tight Cutlass Sierra um, that had no brakes when you gave it to me. And I never just repaired that particular <laughs> malady. Uh I uh, there was a cop that came by and gave me a ticket every day for like two weeks. He just get, drove by the house and gave me a ticket. And like, there's a long period where the car wouldn't run. Uh, we didn't like have the title for it for some reason. I was in the process of like requesting a new title, but there was so much other paperwork I had to get. There was nothing I could do. This car was just going to sit in place and get tickets until I could get the paperwork. And I was waiting on the paperwork. And this dick cop would just like roll by every day and give me a ticket in the same spot. Uh, and so I stopped paying them until I got all that stuff figured out and knowing that I could like go to court and explain the situation away. And one morning he caught me getting into my car, going to school, and he was like writing me up a ticket. And he was like, you can either come with me to court right now and pay these off or I'm going to take you to jail. And I was like, whoa, whoa damn. 
Because at that point, it was like maybe almost a grand. I was in college. I didn't have a grand. So I went and I paid half of it. And then they said, you you have to pay half of it now and you can contest the rest later. And so I went to jail. I went to, I didn't go to jail. I went to court. Oh, wow. jail. Grimm yeah, got fined. I, I went to court. I was facing like 500 other dollars in fines. And uh, my secret, here's my little pro tip for you, Drew Davenport. I was a I was a freshman in college, knee high to a frog, cherubic in every way, uh, and I just uh, cried a little bit. Nice, that's what I was gonna say. I contested a noise violation and wept in court. Yeah, I, I just was, cried I was a little a bit. Sophomore in college, because like I, I had been driving for like a month. I was like, I just don't. I just it's so <laughs> frustrating. I just like I don't have that money. Like I don't have anywhere you can get that money, and it's just like I I want to I want to take care of this. I do, but I. Uh, <laughs> and then they saw me out. I didn't have to pay it. But that dick cop, am I right? That cop yeah, was that's a, a dick man. I'm I'm listen, support our troops. But that cop was a dick. That's that's support some, our street troops. That's some grade A shit. I even explained it to him when he like caught me that time. I was like, dude, listen, I yes, I'll do this. I'll take care of this. I can't take care of this until I get this like one paper back. He's like, I don't care, man. I'll take you to the take you to the pokey. Really, Dick? You're gonna That's take insane. me to the pokey? I just remembered that I fought a ticket that I got in college because I couldn't read it. Uh, like I couldn't read what they were charging me with. Like it was literally, it was chicken scratch. And I told the clerk, I was like, "Listen, I can't contest this. I can't tell you if it, like what the deal is because I can't read the ticket. So I don't, I don't know what it's for." I knew what it was for, but I was like, I don't know what it's because it was I was too far away from the curb. That used to be a big problem for me because I only drove big cars. I drove a Chevy Malibu and then a Cutlass Sierra. It's hard to park those bad boys. Here's what I'll say, Drew Davenport. I I know you. You are a you are a mountain of a man, statuesque, uh, very tall, and I don't think anything is sadder than a very big man <laughs> crying. <laughs> Am I right? You get that full you got, on, like, like shoulders shaking. Oh my god! Because yeah, you can put a lot of a lot of like yeah. muscle behind that cry, and you can you oh, a whale to... heard down the street. Mine, mine was sort of a pitiful like, <laughs> and that's not the style that you want to go for. You need a full, complete emotional breakdown. Yeah, just like drop your axe to the ground, let it. Like, mm -hmm. create a crevice in the courtroom floor. Yeah. Maybe get Babe, your blue ox, to start crying alongside of you. And I You cry the like, Colorado River. The cry the Colorado River, right. The people will be like, this isn't a, this isn't a offender. I, this is a legend. A, a, a single, a perfect orb-shaped tear falls out of your one Cyclops eyeball. <laughs> Do you guys want a Yahoo? If all else fails, Drew, just mention our name. There should be an asterisk under after every tip we just gave in the past like ten minutes that just says only if you are white. Only oh right, right, a white sure. person. Like get like that that it's 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 important to recognize that that the loopholes in the system that we have mentioned here are are pretty much just applicable to white people because the 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 country is broken. But other than that, go 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 for it. But I think. I, I don't know. I think white people is a pretty gr big group of people, and it's oh, you think there are a lot of white people? I'm oh, just go that, on, Griffin. I'm Tell just me saying more, that, Malcolm Gladwell. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that we've won the numbers game. <laughs> what I'm saying is that our advice is rarely applicable to 
to modest groups of people. And this is a lot of white people. There's a lot of them. You guys want a Yahoo, please. Yes. Okay, yes. It was sent in, it was sent in by level 9000 Cyclops Cryer, Drew Davenport. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Open Weeper, Drew Davenport. Uh, blabbing baby man, Drew Davenport sent this in. Thank you. It's by uh, Yadjur Answers user Vadid who asks. Which celebrities love watching Pokemon or reading Pokemon fan fiction stories? Please answer. I want a list of celebrities that love watching Pokemon or reading fan fiction stories. Thanks in advance. Now, I, I will admit, I'll confess, that I only brought this up, and I don't think we're going to get a lot of talking talking points out of this. But this week, Ronda Rousey, the strongest human being currently living, did an mm -hmm. interview on some red carpet where she talked about Pokemon for like five <gasps> minutes. God, she just keeps getting cooler and cooler. She buys every Pokemon game, all the Pokemon cards. She's got them all. She catches them all. And I think I want to get... We have a lot of listeners at this point, billions, basically. Mm -hmm. I want to try and get some sort of campaign going to have a Pokemon duel with Ronda Rousey. Oh, can we please make that happen? Okay, oh. here's how I'll sweeten the pot. Ronda Rousey, if you're listening, Griffin will duel you in, po in Pokemon, and then you guys can fight, like, in, in a ring. So that way, you get Griffin's strength, you get your strength, and then we'll do a tiebreaker if it comes to that. Griffin, are you prepared to get beat up by Ronda Rousey? I I think I could stand a pretty good chance in there. I'm I don't know. She beat up Turtle real good in the Entourage movie. Oh, God. I was hoping we could talk about Ronda Rousey without talking about the Entourage You hoped wrong. <laughs> you can't hope wrong. I will tell you two things. I know of two celebrities off the top of my head um, uh, that, that, uh, that, that are Pokemon fans. I know for a fact William Hung was a uh you remember William Hung? He had a his his star shine brightly but fast. He was an American Idol bad singer. He did She Bangs. Remember that guy? Yeah. That guy was into Pokemon. And uh Harry Potter, I know is into Pokemon. Daniel Radcliffe, he loved Pokemon. Uh, he compared he compared horcruxes to Pokemon on an interview I saw once. Ernie Hudson. None is of that true? Thing. Yeah Ernie Hudson's big, 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 big in a Pokemon cards. Uh, anyway, I just listened. This was all. This is um, a little self-serving. A little self-serving, but I did just want to get that out there. If anybody knows Rhonda, uh, I'm not even. I'm not even like bragging. Like I want to take down Rhonda. I. I'm. I. She would probably beat me in that. Like she's. She probably knows the best way to fight in any like terms, right? Like if right. if we played uh, Canasta, like she would. She just would know how to be a champion. How did you punch me? How did you find a rule that lets you punch me in the head? <laughs> it says right here, I can't contest it. This is a this is wow. a deep index. How about this other Yadru? Uh sent in by Drew Davenport. It's by Yadru Answers User Miss who asks I need good ideas on a trap to set up on my roommate who is snooping through my four asterisks. I'm gonna guess shit. But who's snooping through my butt every time I leave. <laughs> I don't want. Oh, that's funny. I don't want water traps. I want something that is going to make her think twice about going in my room ever again. So, like incendiary devices, we're looking. How, how deadly do you want to go? Is this have, like punitive or like? I, a, I have a suggestion uh, that I'd like to suggest, if I may be so bold oh my god i know exactly where it's going this is oh. a suggestion that you can employ with uh under 
$3, I think. Probably two if you buy store brand. How could I not see this coming? What if you, the next time your roommate goes to peruse your belongings in your underwear drawer, <laughs> they find, oh, surprise, surprise, <laughs> their hand has not been embedded in your delicates, your delicate unmentionables, but in fact has found its way... <laughs> To a jar of jelly. Okay, so... Now, Justin, ooh. wait, I have a very important question here. Yes. Do you remove your unmentionables first before you fill the drawer with jelly? There's half, yeah, there's going to be flies. That's a, that's one of many problems. cover the jelly underneath a particularly tantalizing pair of underwear. Oh, my God. One that they definitely try to rifle through. Maybe you put on the jar drugs and money here. Mm-hmm. And you replace the label, and then they go to retrieve their treasure, and instead find some strawberry preserves. Is it dark? Wait, memory? hold on. You're changing your story. Are we talking preserves, or are we talking jelly, sir? Uh, th- it depends on the part of the country and seasonal availability. You have to buy locally grown. Fair enough. Is the thing. <laughs> or else so she could become allergic. Go to your farmer's market. Ask for the jar that the people would least like to have their hands stuck in. They'll know what you're talking about. What's your best prank jelly? Can I? Justin, I don't want to be contrarian here. Because I know how deeply you subscribe to this this jelly notion. Also, jelly the knobs. Oh, my God. You jelly those drawer knobs. Ooh, big regret. Okay, now you're just being redundant then. Because if if you jelly the knobs, they're not going to move. They're not going to go deeper into the drawer. they, unless on. they're using unless they're using a handkerchief to hide their fingerprints, in which case they wouldn't even notice the primary jelly. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I the see. perfect always, crime. Always have backup jelly. Um, let me hit you with this idea though. Without jelly. Because jelly's good, it'll stain your whites, and that's I guess has a sort of a long lasting prank effect. And um I'm into that. I think a more effective deterrent solution would be honey you get honey on your hands that's your whole day I, w- I used to watch winnie the pooh and i would have anxiety attacks oh that's his whole day he's got honey on his face and his hands and, he, and he's covered in fur and that's going to complicate things even further i don't have fur and it takes me a good two to three hours of scrubbing to get any honey off my body but, but even if it's only a smackerel a, sm- a smackerel doesn't matter the amount. I'm, I'm saying the effort is going to be the same. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter the amount, Griffin. I think it does. There, there is one huge flaw with your plan, Griffin. Okay. The, the, the difference, and I hate to get into the aesthetics of this. No, get it into it. That's, why, pe- that's why people listen to the show. If you dip your hand in a jar of honey, you human instinct mm-hmm. will, will kick in and say, well, just lick it off. You're fine. If you... Put your hand in a jar of jelly. Mm-hmm. You can't. It's too. You just can't. You can't lick the jelly off. Like honey, you can lick off. You can't lick the jelly off. You feel like an animal. Mm. There's no way. There's no way. That's not a deterrent because they'll lick the honey off. Mm, thanks for the smackerel. And then they'll dig right back into your jar. But then they will get stuck in the hole trying to climb out of your room. Right. And then Piglet will have to push on them. Eeyore will have to push on them. You, Justin, so you're going to seeing- get stuck. You're seeing honey as being uh, almost a treat, uh, a, a prank reward, if you will. I'm, I, we can channel human nature to further the prank. What's that? You go off to lick, lick the honey off your hands, but it's prank stink honey. <laughs> it's stink honey. 
It's J.B. Custer's Stink Honey. <laughs> and you go to lick it off. Mm, you get one taste of that in your mouth. Oh, no. This isn't hi, honey at all. Hi, folks. I'm J.B. Custer. Oh, settle down, Butch. That's my dog, Butch. Listen, when you're looking for the best in prankables, reach for a jar of J.B. Custer's Stink Honey. It's delicious. It tastes great. And it tastes great. And stinks to high heaven. <laughs> How does it taste? The smell is such a big factor in taste. How does it smell so bad and taste so damn good? The trick about my stink, the stink honey trick is if you wait like a half hour, it smells good. So it's like a, it's like invisible ink, disappearing stink. It's like it, you, 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 it smells bad. And then if you wait long enough, you just have patience, aerate it out a little bit. Then it starts to smell good again. But if you wait too long, it does harden. Into an unbreakable crust. The other problem with your plant, Griffin, is that honey is poison to babies. So if there's a baby going through your drawer, you just killed a baby. So congratulations. But they would smell you. But the person knows that the room, unless, do you have a Unless. Do you have a baby roommate? Uh, do you have a roommate who's using a baby as a front line of defense? Ooh, <laughs> a baby agent. <laughs> a disarming baby. The, a baby in the coal mine, if you will. You're st- they're sending the baby out first to te- check for trap jars. How is it living with Ashton Kutcher? It's pretty good. Um, the rent isn't as expensive as you would think it would be. But I did have to, have to hire a safety baby to just, like, enter in rooms before I do and to, like, open any drawer that I need to, like, access for any reason because uh, you, you never know. There, there might be, like, a, I don't know, like a naked man, and it's uncomfortable. It's, like, an uncomfortable situation. Or you open up the toilet, and there's, like, a human head in there. Or he'll leave his door slightly ajar so you think it's okay to go in, and then you'll find him in flagrante with a young Hollywood starlet. How is that a prank? What? He looks up. He, he looks up from the act of lovemaking and says, <laughs> "Gotcha." Because that's what they that's what they said on Punked. So wait, just to be clear, just to be clear, Ashton Kutcher looks up after his prank, and what he says is, "Gotcha." Yeah. That's what he says. That's what the name of the show. Gotcha, punks. Hey, let's do mm-hmm. another question. Uh, my wife always chides me in the way I carry groceries from the trunk of the car to the kitchen counter. I take as many bags as I can carry so that I can make the fewest number of trips. Mm-hmm. She calls it the lazy man's load. But I completely disagree. I feel like it's the opposite. It's the strong man's load. Mm-hmm. Since my arms are weighed down to the max. Am I being truly lazy and carrying only one bag at a time? As, uh, as opposed to being truly lazy and carrying only one bag at a time. What say you, brothers? That's from shooting in... Chicago. I I'm 100% with the question asker. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't okay. have much I don't have much opportunity for strength training in my life. So I need that. I mean it's it's good cuz it gets the job done quick, but also I feel like macho man Randy Savage Absolutely. carrying all those bags. There has in. never been a time when I've come in from the car with bags weighing down my arms when I haven't looked at my wife and like expected like a whoa, look <gasps> at how many you're carrying. I want I want some sort of sensor embedded above the door so that whenever I come in carrying a big old arm of, of Macho Man Randy Savage groceries, I want the the John Cena theme song to play, like just trumpeting me in the room. Look at his arms! Look at the definition! Look at the so, tone! How can he carry so many bags? Whenever I'm carrying the bags in from the car, I wish that there were like big stair steps in front of me, so I like the judges could judge how many stair steps I get up. Before I quit, and like the Lithuanian competitors are like, oh, I could only do the three steps. Like, that's what, what I was want. that? It was a Lithuanian accent, Griffin. Read a book. 
<laughs> you can't hear accents in books. <laughs> Audio books. Uh, I just that, love every part of it. I love just being one and done. I love like when someone gets in my way and I'm like, get out of the way because I'm carrying so many bags. And like, that was rude. But oh, never mind. He's got, he does have oh, look a, at a all lot of bags. bags. He's got I like bags. the inspirational moment when my arms are completely weighed down and I've got two 12 packs of soda and there's no way I could carry a single other bag. And then I realize I am not going to walk all the way back out here to close the trunk. No way on earth am I making another trip. And I just dig deep, dig in that well, that 127 hours well, and just flex all my muscles available to me and like somehow fling the 12 pack up and let it use its weight to carry the trunk back to its closed position. I'm also going to be honest. I also really like the moment when you're carrying those 12 packs and one of them, like the handle starts to rip a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this is 24 now. Now the clock's a ticking. I've only got like 30 seconds tops to get inside before all these cans go everywhere. Whenever now I it's see, a race. Whenever I see somebody with those newfangled cars where you kick the back bumper and it opens and closes the trunk, I see them get their groceries out and just give it a little, a little punt to shut the door. I just look at them and I think, you cuckold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're using that word correctly. And I think I'm using it exactly correctly. You cuckold, shut it with your hands. I once uh, was uh, pulling this trick, helping uh, my in-laws load some groceries in. And uh, my father-in-law is an an actual strong person. And he was carrying a bunch of groceries. So I thought, well, I'm going to, you know, I want you to be impressed by the, 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 uh, you know, the spouse that you're, daughter has hitched her proverbial wagon to so i'm going to haul in like a ton of groceries too and i had a 12 pack of diet sun-kissed that the strong man's beverage (laughs) (laughs) i had 12 well it was theirs full of protein it's like his fave to drink and just guzzle down (laughs) and uh and i picked it up and i held the top of the 12 pack and it like ripped i had open as I was holding it, and it was amazing because they have this like very steep driveway, <laughs> and the and the the Kansas Sun Kids were just like pip 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 and falling out and exploding as they hit the and ground. Tommy yells, "My strength potion! <laughs> How could you? How could you? I need I need that strength potion to lift." And he turned to dust before you very <laughs> No. I can already oh, feel my, my trying to lap so up. My muscles are atrophying. No, I'm all noodly. My strength potion. <laughs> my diet strength juice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the money zone so I can buy my own strength potion. Before we start this nature zone, um, in which we're talking about nature box, Griffin was telling us about the uh, mouse sounds he edited out of our Totino's sponsored episode. Griffin, did you save those? Tell me that somewhere there's an audio file on your computer just chained together uh, uh, eating noises. No, I did do that once when the three of us all, this is, if you're eating, don't anymore ever again after hearing this but the three of us all had colds all at the same time and oh my god oh gee i edited them all together and it sounded like one of those like wind tunnels that they create for science to like test out the the 
you know, strength and pliability of like industrial strength walls. It was a, oh man, what a bad, bad thing. I don't know why I edited that together. I used to have a strong. Fuck, that was an evocative metaphor. Yeah. Nature Box offers lots of snack choices like mini Belgian waffles, strawberry, lemonade, fruit stars, and sweet and salty medley. Last night, you know what I did? I was watching Sharknado 3 and getting drunk. And I had some mini Belgian waffles that I dipped in Nutella. What? They were so yeah, I know. Flavor pioneer. Oh, sorry, neighbors. Nature Box is full of flavor, but it doesn't have any of the junk. Oh, uh, it does if you dunk it in Nutella. You uh, okay? You can add junk to it. No inherent junk. No inherent junk, and you can try a f- your first box. Nature. This is our first time first talking box. about Nature Box. You have to forgive Justin. You can enjoy your first box of Nature Box snacks on them if you go to naturebox.com slash my brother. I just polished off a bag of the honey macadamia uh, pretzel pops. Nice. Wow, what a satisfying crunch. I, uh, I'm a big fan of these blueberry figgy bars. Damn. They're like Fig Newtons on, but they if Fig Newtons got diesel. See, I prefer like the 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 saltier, more savory snacks. I like the the guacamole, uh, crunch bites, and the uh, Asiago and cheddar cheese crisp. Those are my favorite. Those are my those are my jam. I like Parmesan garlic pop pops. Nice. So you've just eaten a bunch of Parmesan garlic pop pops and Asiago cheese crisps, and now your beard is full of cheesy dustins. Oh no, not cheesy dustins. What am I going to do about this? Oh, what am I going to do? Hire a bunch of birds to peck the dustins out of my beard? No, not in this not in this economy. I, I said economy there on purpose. Thanks, Obama. Because of because Obama. Anyway, I think this beard's got to go, and I know the best way to get it off my face, and that is Harry's.com. And as luck would have it, my brother, my brother, and me is this week supported in part by Harry's.com. So the the stars really aligned on this one, huh, guys? These uh these these ads, whenever they say supported in part by Harry's.com, I always find that very confusing because the if the inverse were true, like that would be a really dependent lifestyle to lead. If like my entire support system is an online retailer of shaving products, like I go to them for everything. We are supported in whole by Harry's.com your emotionally, Mr. financially. Yeah, uh, there, there are everything. Harry's razors offer a high quality shave that's better for your face and for your wallet. The starter set is $15. It includes a razor, foaming shave gel, or shave cream, and three razor blades plus free shipping. That's bonkers. That's, Give me that's, 33.3% repeating off. Okay. Uh, I don't know why you're so angry uh, all of I the time. I need to haggle. It's the only uh, way I can feel. Okay, well, uh, no need to haggle. Just go to harrys.com, and you can get $5 off that starter set with the code MYBROTHER, all one word. So $10, you get a razor, foamy shave gel or shave cream, and three razor blades. And they're really, really good blades. And it's 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 an awesome shaving solution. And $10 is, like, cheaper than just regular blades that you would buy at the, the you know, the Costco or whatever. And they're great for everybody. Everybody can use them, even babies. Even babies. Shit, baby, you've really let your face go. Time to shave up. You're all scruffy, baby. I got a message for Isaac Beachy from Andre, who says, Isaac, can't decide what I'm more disappointed by. The fact that you'd be willing to blow $100 to have some clever assholes, that was been endearingly, read your incomprehensible message on the fake radio, or the fact that I'm dumb enough to respond in kind. Love, Andre. 
P.S. Thanks for introducing me to Mabim Bam. They're funny and stuff. Just so, you, just so people listening at home, you can call us whatever you want to if you pay us $100. Like, I, yeah. I, you can call us any name in the book. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> Good Lord. How about this message for Brady? And it's from Mike. Uh, and Mike says two things. Number one, friendly reminder that you promised Kristen and team some rap lyrics. Your required rhymes were home free, sweet pea, whoopee, and morning tea. Maybe the McElroy brothers can help you out here. Try to get this in before your birthday. Number two, happy birthday. Oh, you just missed Aww. it. I think that's sweet. I think I did rap those. Mm-hmm. I think it, I mean, sa- it sounded to me like I rapped them. There wasn't the, you know how sometimes in rap between the rhyming words, they just like throw some other words in there to like form complete sentences and coherent thoughts uh-huh. and stuff. That's not my style. I do slam rap. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can buy them. Like just like home free sweet pea. Whoopee morning tea. That's pretty good. Is that, good? Is that rap? Oh, you forgot to say my name is Justin and I'm here to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. My name is Justin, and I'm here to say that I love Fruity Pebbles in a home-free way. There is a flavor called Sweet Pea, Whoopee, Morning Tea, but to get the fruity taste, I got to trick Fred. <laughs> nice. <laughs> is that pretty good? Is that rap? Was that Nailed rap? it. We're Dave and Graham, and we host Stop Podcasting Yourself. We started this podcast back in 2008. Before podcasts had to have any kind of concept, so we don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to the barber shop if your barber knew all about the first season of the show Elf. It's like a 90-minute massage where the masseuse is two people talking to each other with a third person. It's like the Monsters of Metal tour, only quieter, no music, and just talking. It's like a makeout session, but without the lips touching, they just talk a lot. Download Stop Podcasting Yourself from iTunes or MaximumFun.org. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yeah. I'm going to stretch first. Get a good stretch in. Zoe Kinski sent this one in. Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yadru Answers. Climbing that ladder. Climbing that ladder. Sent in by Yadru Answers user James, who asks, Ghostbusters question. What happens if one of the Ghostbusters dies... Mm-hmm. And becomes a ghost. Holy shit. Here's a question I always huh. had. What happens if one of the Ghostbusters dies and becomes a ghost? Do the other Ghostbusters suck him up like they do with the other ghosts? Okay. I would say I, that I, if they've made an arrangement with a ghost that's literally named Slimer. Yes. That is defined by its sliming, that, that he can just, like, chill at their house. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, by the way, by the way, okay, if I just say, okay, just give me a second. Here. Yeah, yeah. By the way, by the way, by the way, if I'm going in to procure the Ghostbuster services, which I'm assuming I'm doing at a premium uh-huh. once they become the toast of New York, mm-hmm. if I'm going in to procure their services and I like, I'm talking to Janine, I'm setting up a time for my uh, consultation and estimate, which I'm assuming they'll do for free. Uh, I and I'm like setting that up, and out of the corner of my eye, I spy Slimer like just jamming hot dogs the, down his throat. Let, let's fucking ghost. equate that. If you were an exterminator and like people came in to hire you, and there were just like rats hanging out on the floor, that's not yeah. a good look. 
not just rats hanging on the floor, like a giant rat emitting green goo and eating hot dogs. Oh, and you were rat. just like, oh, that's our rat. That's Ratty the Rat. He's our buddy. Ugh. Like the grossest rat. Was Slimer a pet or like was he sharing the office space? Like what? I never quite understood because he had to be like the embodiment of a human being who had died. Like that's how ghosts work. But he didn't seem to like speak English or have any human characteristics except that he was just kind of hungry all the time and terrible. And yet he was the ghost that was allowed like free reign of the place. Yeah. Sure. Not just like ghost around. Not like Einstein or like Gandhi. But two, Slimer. Two things. Number one, Slimer was like on the cover of the ecto cooler box, right? And he was like, right. And the the juice was green. Are yep. we to like? I'm thinking about that now, and I wish I'd never let that beverage cross between my lips and slip down my throat. <laughs> what because, kind of what could that have I, I always assumed been? it was Slimer blood. Is it Slimer milk? <laughs> Did someone grasp his teats firmly? But <laughs> was also there softly? a Ghostbusters themed jelly that was green? Probably at some point. I feel Probably. like there was ecto jelly. They had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fruit pies that were green in the oh, there were pudding pies. Oh, <laughs> they were green in the middle. I guess just ground up turtles in yeah, there. Yeah, mushed up turtles. I had two points, and I did my first one, and I forget. What the second <laughs> one was? Don't it always seem to go? Uh, uh, do you okay, Slimer? We can all okay. Let me ask this as a setup. Slimer was nasty, right? Yeah. We can all agree he's the worst ghost. Give, give me like a, like a headless ballroom dancer or something. Anything, anything, anything. anything. Okay, so Slimer was nasty, and he would eat anything, right? Do you think there was ever a moment when one of the Ghostbusters was using the bathroom and they just saw Slimer's face like peek in expectantly. Like, just wait, because here's what I'm, was there a moment when they were using the bathroom and they had to deal with Slimer watching them waiting to go eat their bathroom? <laughs> this is what I'm, what I, that's what I'm, what I'm wondering aloud. That, why would you wonder that internally? Why would you wonder that in any that's a now everybody has to wonder. Okay, it. good. I think maybe this is. I remembered my second thing. If dogs do oh, it, boy. there's no reality in which dogs does do not. it. Bees do it. Even nasty little goes do it. Everybody's <laughs> eating bathrooms. <laughs> you meet a nice girl or guy when you get one of your rare off nights from ghost busting, yeah. and you go uh 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 and up, up up to the room. Things are going well. And what is that? Mid-coitus bursting through the, like, flying through the wall? It's Slimer, and he's there to watch you fuck. <laughs> um, I remembered my second point. Thank God. Maybe it's like Michonne on The Walking Dead, how she carried two two zombies around with her, and so no zombies would mess with her. Like, ghosts would come by. More, so listen, Slimer's the worst aesthetically, and... um. Just sort of, just sort of having him around it gives you a sense of unease, and also there's all the slime that you have to deal with. That's like a full time job, taking care of Slimer. Um, but he's not gonna, job. he's not going to kill you. He's not gonna, he's not gonna, you know, uh, he's, he's not, not gonna the Scolari brothers. He's not gonna inhabit a wolf and attack you, right? He's right. just Slimer. He's just gonna slime around. So, so a more malicious spirit, a lesion comes by and is like, what's up? Time to get spooky. Oh, Slimer, you're already here? Sorry, dog. This one's yours. Later. Takes off. Oh, so he's the devil you know. Yes. 
Is he the devil? <laughs> Hold on. I'm not saying that Slimer is the devil, but he's definitely of the devil. It's never addressed in, I don't think, in any of the Ghostbusters extended universe that there are ghosts that are not malicious. Except for Slimer, Ex- who's like the one chill ghost. But no, I would say that Slimer is at least 1% malicious because like he eats your food and gets his right. detritus leavings all over everything. So he's not exactly like benevolent. But they don't seem to ever bust a ghost and then have someone say, you busted my grandfather. I, di- I didn't want that. You turds. There's one in the movies, just a jogger. He's just a, he's just trying to lose a couple ghost LBs and they bust him. Yeah, they do. They do. Bust it's, him. And it's hard. It's hard. He's working hard out there because when you're a ghost, your metabolism doesn't exist because you don't have a physical body. Yeah, and in the song, I always got so upset. There's an invisible man sleeping in your bed. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Why? It's an invisible man, not a ghost. Two, he's just napping. He's a sleepy bat. He's not bothering you. He's not messing with your shit. He's taking a fucking nap, and you're going to bust him? Mid-nap? Mid-nap? You jerk. My dog jumps on me sometimes when I'm sleeping. And bust that's him. upsetting. Bust that Let- dog. <laughs> bust my dog, Ghostbusters. Murdering dogs makes you feel good. <laughs> I, wish we could, I wish we could see that moment when the Ghostbusters are just circling your bed with their proton packs all loaded, ready to blast. And then one of, like, Egon looks at Venkman and she's like, does this feel wrong to you? Like, this feels, I'm having like, a crisis of conscience. Like, I'm just going to bust him? Like, why? He's, he's not just he's sleeping. Just, should we wake him up and see? See if he's like a jerk or something. Yeah, should we try talking to him? Maybe just explain that fine. like it's not his bed, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I don't have eyeballs. I'm invisible." <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, we um we have we have back at our house a living fart that emits goo everywhere. <laughs> Do you think maybe the invisible man could stay with us? Like, it probably wouldn't be that big of an inconvenience. Yeah. Oh, so you're suggesting there can there can only be one ghost at a time at Ghostbusters HQ. So fucking Vinkman dies, and Slimer's like, "Well, shit, writing's on the wall." <laughs> yeah, like if you want to keep one ghost mascot, like wouldn't you upgrade to the Invisible Man who you don't have to see or think about? You just know he's there. At most, he's napping in your bed. At worst. I, I, yeah, for sure. And not shitting his green slime <laughs> all over your lunch. I hope that there's some sort of joke in the new Ghostbusters movie where Slimer like smokes weed or something. <laughs> Wait, why would that be a thing? It would be funny. It'd be though, funny. If you think about it. Man, That'd be pretty it. funny. It would be great. Get that on a, I would get that on a T-shirt. Man, I love Slimer. I love Slimer too. I take back every mean thing I said about him. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about Slimer. It doesn't make sense. Do you think they tried to bust him? And it just, he was too they fast. They did, Justin. In the first movie, they bust him. He's their first victim, right? And then they take him back, and then he's just there? And then he's, he's like driving a bus? It's what insane. the fuck? You professionally bust ghosts. And he escaped. He's the stupidest ghost. He's like, he's the least, he's the least of them. He's and the he's most out. trappable. Most trappable, most he's shootable ghost. He's the most trappable. <laughs> They, and then he's I, driving okay, a bus. Maybe, is it just and Rick Moranis like, is just like, okay, cool. What the fuck? Oh, like after your entire city's in the thrall of Vigo and Mood Slime, like, do you really want to leave open any window to the paranormal? Like, 
Can't, wouldn't you just insatiably like, listen, we've had a lot of fun with this ghost Slimer, but I think we really need to get serious about busting him. But there's him. not even a scene where they're like playing checkers with Slimer, going on a beach vacation with Slimer. He's like catching a frisbee in his mouth. He's just there. Right. He's just a shitty roommate. Although I do, I do not want to see a scene where everyone's like having fun with Slimer, right? Then they all leave the room and he just turns and looks in the mirror and his eyes like blaze red as blood like drips from his mouth. And, and he, then just he just smokes, laughs smokes, maniacally. He, <laughs> he smokes, smokes a fatty. That smokes a huge pile of weed. <laughs> Maybe Slimer is the only one of the Ghostbusters team that knows how, where to get weed. Like <laughs> we should bust. Can, well, hold on. Well, not well, so well. fast. Now let's not be too hasty. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've, got, I've got my... Uh, my uh, chronic Vigo ain't gonna smoke us out. Gozer ain't gonna smoke us out. Slimer, he's not a great roommate, but he's not he, that hook up for that. Listen, he's, a, he's a gatekeeper, not the not the weed haver. <laughs> <laughs> you think Oscar's gonna get us some weed? He's a, he's baby. a baby. Doesn't even make he's sense. In, he's in school right now. He can't get us. Well, actually, he probably would have the hookup. Schools today. It would be a really nice callback if they cast the baby that played Oscar as Slimer in the next movie. <laughs> Don't you think that would be a nice callback? Do you think Slimer will have kids in the next movie? <laughs> He's been sliming all over town, Justin. You know what I mean? Slimer's Eventually, you gotta pay the piper. <laughs> Where condom, Slimer? Where? Where would he put it? On his everything? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Slimer? Didn't you guys used to have a ghost here? Uh, this is a scene for the next movie. Okay. What happened to Slimer? Did you guys used to have a ghost that lived here? Well, it, he got too old and he died. That's what happens to ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and then Slimer like peeks up through the floor. Just kidding. Ah, it's me, Slimer. I can talk now. <laughs> I sound a lot like Harvey Feierstein. Slimer. What a character. What a what a gr- what a great character Slimer is. <laughs> do you think he had a room or do you oh, think they just like made him float like just like what, and what he, he probably doesn't sleep so what's he, he do during the night just sit down just in the office by himself just waits he's like the the dog in Futurama just waiting for them to wake up Wait. I'll see you guys in the morning I guess Anybody want to sit around, play some This is a sad, no. lonely existence for Slimer because he loves them, right? And they tolerate them. him. Right. At most. At best. Can one of you, can one of you guys he's... turn the TV on just so I can have something to watch while you're <laughs> Some sleeping. white noise or something just leave on NPR. My big, so lonely. my big mushy fingers can't work the remote. <laughs> so lonely. So Slimer, lonely. so cold. So dead. I, I was yeah. married when I was alive. I had kids. I was, uh, I was the mayor. Terror. It's like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Every night they're like, "Good night, Slimer. Sleep well. Uh, would like to bust you in the morning." Like he he's on concert. If he leaves the refrigerator open, one of them might get a wild hair and just bust him. I would like to I imagine that okay. they bust him often and then just let what? him back out to be like, "Just remember, we could leave you in there next Anytime. time." Anytime, fucking fly okay. right. Turn it around, right? The Ghostbusters, obviously, it's insane that they have a ghost that lives at their house. It's crazy. We've, we've established. If this was a debate team, okay. that point we, has been executed. Okay, that, that point is, what's wrong with Slimer that of all the world that he could haunt, he haunts the building full of people that could kill him? It's a, like, he's got Stockholm Syndrome at this point. It's really, it's really what it is. He, he should haunt anywhere else, like where people are exclusively devoted to busting him. On some level, Slimer believes he deserves to be busted 
He does. He wants to be busted. It's his fetish. It's his sexual it's, fetish. It's the only way he can feel. He's been a ghost for 453 years, right? In my fan fiction. And the only way that he can feel now is to be busted. 50 Shades of Slime. close to being busted? Like, dance on the razor's edge of being busted? Yeah. So that's why he's being such a shitty roommate. He's not a bad guy, but he needs to antagonize them just enough so that they bust him a little. You maybe could say that busting makes him feel good. Exactly. Maybe he likes the smug sense of superiority he gets every time they drag in a trap full of another ghost. Ooh, like, ah, you he's like a son of a bitch. He's out <laughs> there. He's got his ear to the ground. He's their <laughs> confidential informer. He's got his ear to the ground, his his ectoplasm ear. And then he's like, I hear there's a ghost down on 53 in Maine who's jogging. And they're like, we'll get him, Slimer. And that's how he stays out. He is a traitor to his people. Maybe the reason he can't. Like, he has to stay with him is no ghosts will have him. No, he burned those bridges. No, those bridges are gone. Maybe it's just because other ghosts would beat the hell out of him. Like, he's a... He's not he's safe weak. there. He, he can do... He can... Listen, if you need a prank done, Simon's your guy. Oh, you get, what if it's like... What if it's like animals? Like, if you feed, the, uh, like, wild animals and they become like, oh, now, now they'll starve to death because now they're just so used to people, like, feeding them Cheetos that they don't know how to hunt anymore. Slimer has become like domesticated. He wouldn't survive out in the wild. He doesn't know how to haunt anymore. Like right. he just he, he doesn't have the chops. He couldn't spook anybody. Let he couldn't you, spook a fly. Let me hit you two with this idea. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher and Slimer in Prank House and they're roommates and they live together. And Slimer comes home from work and Ashton's bedroom door's open, so Slimer goes in. He opens it up. Uh, Kutcher's making love to a young Hollywood starlet. He looks up and yells, gotcha. And then Simon says, oh, did you? And then Ashton <laughs> Kutcher looks down, and it's not a young Hollywood starlet he's making love to. It's a big pile of slime. <laughs> Roll credits. Roll credits. Roll title screen directed by Martin Scorsese. It's coming soon. It's, Turner and Hooch, too. It's, pr- <laughs> it's Prank House. <laughs> it's called Prank House. The show's called Prank House. <laughs> the show is called Prank House and it's on USA. We've got character. Look <laughs> after suits before Royal Paints. It's before and, it's before and, 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 and during burn notice. <laughs> it's during burn notice. It's just if you see psych you have watched too long. It's, it's, it's in the bottom right corner of burn notice. <laughs> Our new series, <laughs> Slimer, <laughs> and every episode ends with Ashton Kutcher fucking dying slime. It takes place in the background of things <laughs> during burn notice. It kind of looks like in the burned in, like you left an image on too long. And you're just in catching the, in about the three percent. You'll of see it. some some spy stuff if you look closely. It's on in the background. <laughs> it's in every TV in burn notice. It's on at midnight. When it's raining, you turn your TV off and you can see Slimer and Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> it's called the Midnight Channel. It's called the Midnight Prank House. So this has been our um, our Ghostbusters fan cast. My brother, my brother, Holy and me. Shit. Um, and I hope you had a good time. Thanks again to our sponsors, USA Nature USA Box Network. <clears throat> Thanks to Nature Box, you can order hundreds of great tasting, healthy snacks. 
Go to naturebox.com slash my brother to sign up for a free sampler box of great tasting healthy snacks. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, somebody else say something. Uh, uh, we're really excited. We have a huge announcement. Uh, we're going to be performing <laughs> at LA Podfest this year, September. Did you, did you guys look at the rest of the lineup for LA Podfest? Hold, yeah, I know I'm late sick. to the game here. What Holy are we doing shit. here? It's sick. Um, and now here's the, another exciting thing. Not only are we doing a live My Brother, My Brother and Me, we will be doing the first ever and possibly only live adventure zone. Oh um, if God. you go to LA Podfest, and here's the most exciting part, y'all. I know a lot of people are like, LA, we, I can't get to LA. I, I don't live anywhere near LA. Good news. You can watch it live. They're going to be live streaming the whole weekend, and you can do it for just $20. If you go to LAPodfest.com and use the coupon code either BROTHER or ZONE on checkout, you get $5 off, and you can watch like all of the shows live me, streaming. And it benefits. You can find links and stuff. To that, if you want to just direct route that's easy to remember, if you go to mbmbam.tumblr.com, the top post there is is all about this. Explain has the codes and 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 what all. So we're doing and a show. We're doing Adventure Zone. We're doing a Bim Bam. Uh, mm. But with that streaming ticket, you can watch all the shows. So Girl on Guy, the Aisha Tyler podcast, Indoor Kids, Never Not Funny, Thrilling uh, Adventure Hour, Thrilling Adventure Hour, WTF with Mark Maron. Like there's there's. There's so many. The Giant Bombcast is doing a show there, which I'm very excited to catch. Like, yeah, there's so stuff much stuff you should know. Just make sure you use the coupon code either Brother or Zone, uh, so they know that we sent you, and it, it gives us a couple bucks in our pocket. Yeah, that helps too. Um, we got other live shows too coming up in Portland, Seattle, and Vancouver. Seattle or uh, Portland is sold out, unfortunately. Uh, they the shows are the last weekend in August. Uh, if you want tickets, there are still some available. Go to bit.ly slash mbmbam Seattle and bit.ly slash van mbmbam. I also want to say thank you. We've gotten some really awesome stuff in the uh, in the PO box, at least in the West Coast one. Uh, Ricardo sent us some awesome coasters a while ago. I use mine every time I record. Uh, I want to say thanks to Noel who sent me uh, a board game that I cannot wait to try out. He said it's one of his favorites. And I'm on a huge board game kick right now, so I'm really excited to try it. I want to say thanks to Jill, who wrote me a, a really long, really lovely, incredibly nice letter, and I really appreciate it. Uh, and Ryan sent me an awesome T-shirt from his uh, martial arts studio, and I am wearing it right now. Is if it you helping send, you kick? Is it helping you kick It better? is helping me kick. It is helping me headbutt. It is helping me chop. Um, we got a uh, postcard in the uh, East Coast P.O. Box, P.O. Box 54, Huntington, West Virginia, 25706. Got uh, some sheets coupons from Dane and Shaw. Ooh. Got a postcard from Serbia from wow. Adam and Shelly Franklin. Uh, got, uh, let's see, got another postcard here from uh, Boston and Sailor Steve sent us one. Uh, a beautiful save the date uh, from John and Julie Doherty on their upcoming nuptials. Same to uh, Christy and Eric, who got married back in May. So thanks for that. Congratulations on your. Uh, graduation to uh, Sarah Pappas, who uh, graduated and sent us a, 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 an announcement of that. Uh, similar congratulations to Robert William Ashley, his Bachelor of Science degree. Uh, Anna and David got married and invited us. Thank you all so much for that. And uh, you are all the uh, the best. So thank you. If you have something for us, you can send it to P.O. Box 34-1769-341769, Los Angeles, California, 90034. Or what was the East Coast one again, Juice? I already gave it. I don't want to give it again. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, 
Also, if you would like to have a message in the money zone, you can go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. But fair warning, at this point, we're backed up a couple months. So it's better if you just accept that it may be a while before we get to it. But we will get to all of them. We will do all of them. We promise. We're going a little bit long here, but I, I just want to leave a note here that you should go check out all the other shows on the Maximum Fun Network. Uh, there's some new Max Fun shows. There's a show called We Got This with uh, Hal Lublin and Mark Gagliardi. Uh, and Travis, you are involved in a new podcast project. Can you tell me about it? Yeah, uh, I'm producer, and you will occasionally hear my voice on the show as well. It's called Can I Pet Your Dog with Renee Colvert and Allegra Ringo, and it's for people who love dogs, love talking about dogs, or just, like, love the idea of people who love dogs. And every week we talk about dogs that we met that week. We talk about uh, dog news. Sometimes we have guests on. On our first episode, uh, we had Lin-Manuel Miranda on to talk about his dog and how they found their dog on a beach in the Dominican Republic, which is insane. And also, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, CIPYD Podcast, or just search Can I Pet Your Dog on Facebook and join the Facebook group because people are constantly sending us and posting pictures of their dogs. And it's like becoming Aww. my favorite thing. Yeah, it's like the best. So I'm check it out. I'm going to burn through the rest of the shit. Justin has a YouTube series called Things I Bought at Sheets. I wore the shirt for Things I Bought at Sheets yesterday, and it's very comfortable, and the show's very good. Travis, send me a picture of you wearing that shirt. You still don't believe that I bought it, huh? No, I just want to put you in the show. Oh, I see. Uh, uh, Travis has a podcast called Trends Like These that he does with his friend Brent, uh, and you can find that on iTunes and po and wherever podcasts are. I don't have any other things going on right now. I've got a lot on my plate that's, frankly, none watch, of your business. Watch the Monster Factory videos that Griffin and Justin do on YouTube. They're oh, hilarious. shit. You can also we got to do one of those tomorrow, dude. It's been a long time. You can also okay. check out a bunch of My Brother, My Brother and Me videos on YouTube. Just search MBMBA him. We have a whole channel, animated stuff, shareable shorts. Uh, go on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe to My Brother, My Brother and Me and all the other podcasts you listen to. Uh, and also, thanks to John Roderick and The Long Winters for the use of their theme song. It's a departure off of the album Putting the Days to Bed. The election, His election for Seattle City Council is, is coming up. So if you live in the 8th District, look him up. Think about it. Think about your options. Finally, Yahoo, sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? Thank you, Ira Ray. It's by Yahoo Answers user Dumb Blonde. Whoops. Uh -huh. Who asks Is Cowabunga a cuss word? <laughs> uh, I'm Slimer. I'm Rick Moranis. I am the pile of slime upon which Ashton Kutcher is dedicating his love. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Spray on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. And if you're not listening to our podcast, Baby Geniuses, you're missing out on stuff like... Kamel Nanjiani solving the Zodiac murders. Uh, who's like, would you ever go to a friend and you're like, hey, could you lick all these, lick all these <laughs> envelopes for me? You'd be like, you're a serial killer. <laughs> um, definitely, I'm leaving right now. Guy Branham talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, and it was, it was just a great moment of like, oh no, I'm here, boys. Like, I'm on this side of the bench... Megan Amram talking about intimidating baristas. Just feel like they're always in character. Like, they're always in character as, like, cool hipster girl. Uh -huh. And 
I just want to break through that barrier. Plus, every week we explore a new Wikipedia page and talk to a crazy expert in the field of nonsense. Well, any yeah. any hack can make you not have a boner. I mean, that's it's about how you do it. Right. You know? And we're the only podcast with regular updates about Martha Stewart's pony or your money back. We're not going to give them their money back, are we? Mm, no. Let's keep it. Yeah. Listen to our show every other Monday on Maximum Fun. Yay! Yay!